WWE Setting the Stage is a podcast for WWE fans where I recap events, break down storylines and angles, and make predictions about where those storylines and angles are headed. Whether you're just getting into wrestling or a WWE fanatic like me, this show is for you. I will see you ringside. So we are just a few hours from the start of night one of WrestleMania 37. So you know what that means. Uh, as usual, I'm waiting till <laughs> mere moments to release my preview for the upcoming event. Uh, and obviously WrestleMania is no different. Um, and of course, you guys know the reason I do that is so I can get, you know, I can be as up to date as I can when I do my preview uh, so I can get all the matches in and stuff. But, you know, sometimes it's not immune to that. Sometimes uh, things will be announced even after I do previews as late as I do it. So, but this is when I've decided to do it because like I said, I want to at least get them in before the start of the pay-per-view. And if something else happens during, then of course I'll cover it in the recap. So before I start into that, let's, uh, let's go over a few things. First of all, let's do the normal housekeeping. Um, once again, the, uh, the Facebook group, um, you can come to setting the stage. It's the same name as the podcast. Just, uh, search it. It's a public group, but of course it's private membership. Uh, so you can search it, but you have to, um, you have to ask to join. Um, I do have questions to answer. They're not required, but like I said, you know, it just helps me learn my audience, learn, you know, what their likes are and dislikes and different things. So, uh, so yeah, you can come out and, um, answer those questions, but of course you don't have to. Um, and you know, nine times out of 10, I'll accept your membership and let you come in and, you know, cause I'm open to bringing other wrestling fans in and having discussions, having, uh, debates, comments on posts, anything, you name it. So, um, also, uh, just to make a note of that while we're on the Facebook group, um, just to make a small note, I did post a picture. Well, actually it's not a picture. It's a link to a video to where they've actually released the stage or the setting for WrestleMania 37. So you can see, uh, what the setup looks like. And I gotta admit, it's pretty cool. Um, what they've done with the pirate ship in there in Tampa and all that stuff. Now, of course, you know, this used to, this was supposed to be the stage for WrestleMania 36, but of course, you know, that got moved to the, uh, performance center because of the coronavirus. Um, so this is actually, you know, WrestleMania 37 is actually, what WrestleMania 36 should have been, but Hey, I, I think it's cool regardless. Um, really cool setup. So if you get a chance, click on that link that I got on the Facebook group. If you're already a member, click on that video. I believe it's actually a YouTube video as well. So, and they'll, uh, they'll show you all the setup and everything. So, um, and of course I've got an email address. So the email address is setting the stage podcast. It's all one word, um, at gmail.com. So if you don't want to come back, come to the Facebook group setting, if you're not ready for that, or you prefer, you know, one-on-one discussions or debates or anything, you can email me that, uh, I'll do some back and forth with you. I've done it already. I think it's kind of fun. So, um, you know, Hey, let's do it. So those are the two ways to contact me. I am going to be having, like I said, a fan page that I've mentioned on earlier episodes. Um, that fan site should be, I should have it up and running after after WrestleMania, I'm just delaying it a little bit, kind of on purpose, just to, just cause I got some other things that I'm doing too. So, uh, but hopefully that fan page will be out right after WrestleMania. Um, so the other thing I want to talk about before we got into the WrestleMania preview was what happened on some, some key, some key things that happened on SmackDown, uh, last night. So if you haven't watched SmackDown, um, go ahead and stop the episode, come back and listen later. I'm not going to take offense to it. I completely understand 
and go back and watch it. And hey, while you're at it, watch WrestleMania. Uh, or actually, you'll probably want to come back for at least the preview. But once you watch SmackDown, just come back and listen, and no worries, it's it's fine. So anyway, so that's your spoiler warning. Um, so some things that happened on SmackDown last night. First of all, they had probably the only title uh, that won't be defended tonight um, on WrestleMania. And that's going to be the SmackDown Tag Team titles. They were up for grabs uh, last night in a fatal four-way tag team match. And, of course, that was Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode um, defending against uh, the Alpha Academy, which was Otis and Chad Gable, the Mysterios, Ray and Dominic, and um, uh, uh, the Street Profits. So... Those four, uh, those four teams competed, and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode retained the championship. So that happened that. And also, um, Jay Uso won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Now, the other, th- the other thing that I thought was so funny during that match um, was Michael Cole and Corey Graves were giving it a hard sell. And i got to commend them. You know, they were trying to sell their product. You know, they're WWE through and through and trying to sell the product. But I just thought it was kind of humorous. I caught wind of it that they said... You know, no telling what's going to happen when you win this Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yet you know what's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing's going to happen. I mean, this match does not. It's not a career maker. It's not a. I mean, it's just a. It's just an entertaining match that they put on WrestleMania to uh, to fill a card and to put some talent on. That's probably not going to be in a marquee match and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. I like the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I hope they make it. I'm actually a little disappointed it's not on WrestleMania this year. I'm actually disappointed they put it on SmackDown. But don't tell me it's a career changer. It's not a career changer. If you go through the list of people that have won it, I, I don't know of any of anybody that's right now that's amounted to, I'm not going to say anything, because, you know, some of them have been solid performers. But, I mean, but as far as shooting to the top of the ladder, eh, I don't know. You're going to have to convince me of that. So, uh, so Jey Uso won the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royale, as I just said. And so that took care of the two matches that were usually on WrestleMania, but somehow got moved to SmackDown just because they wanted to make uh, the SmackDown going into WrestleMania a little bit more, I guess, entertaining or watchworthy. Um, the other significant thing that happened was another team got added to the uh, the number one contender tag team turmoil match where um, Billy Kay and Carmella, that team, automatically uh, actually got added to the to the match. Um, they kind of spoiled this in in advance, though. Uh, like I've seen those two listed on a couple other match cards and stuff that I've looked at online, so it wasn't like this was a big secret. In fact, it probably would have been more of a shock if they hadn't been added, uh, especially since Billy Kay last week uh, kind of gave a little bit of a, or was it on Raw? I think it might have been on Raw. Maybe it was on Raw or last week's SmackDown. But anyway, earlier she gave a sort of a, a hint that she would be. Um, added to the match and she's had a little bit of um interactions with Carmella, a little subtle interaction so it was kind of um obvious that Carmella would probably be her partner so so that brought of course the total of five teams so now you've got Carmella and billy Kay, you got lana and naomi you got tamina and natalia Liv morgan and ruby riot and mandy rose and dana brooke so and like i said whoever wins that match will uh meet Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the tag team titles uh the next night night two of Wrestlemania so anyway I think those are the only uh true significant things that happened as far as what affects the event this weekend so um so 
like I said, that's, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover on SmackDown for now. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into the, uh, the WrestleMania preview. So of course, night one is tonight. Cause of, like I said, it's about, uh, middle of the day on Saturday for night one. Uh, the pre-show will start later this evening, 7 PM Eastern time, which is my time. I, I'm on the East coast of the United States. So, uh, wherever you are and you're listening to this podcast, I guess, do the math and see where it starts in your area. Um, and that's when the pre-show will start. Of course, they're not. That doesn't look like they're going to have pre uh, a match on the pre-show at least for night one. I'm not sure what they're going to do for night two yet. Um, and of course, the pay-per-view will the pay-per-view itself will actually start at 8 p.m., which is kind of interesting because uh, I don't think they've had a pay-per-view start at 8 p.m. in in a few years. I, I'm not talking like months. I'm talking years that they haven't had a pay-per-view actually start at eight. So that's kind of interesting as well. Um, so that's 8 Eastern. Now, the other thing that we do know about night one is that the WWE title match between Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley will kick off the show. Now, I don't know about y'all, but when was the last time the WWE title, the most coveted title in WWE history, when was the last time that that title opened up WrestleMania? Usually that title is in the main event. Now, I know there's some years where it hasn't been the main event. You know, it's been in the middle of the card or it's been towards the end, but not the last match and stuff like that. But when was the last time it kicked off WrestleMania? I mean, think about that for a second. Has it ever kicked off WrestleMania in WrestleMania history? In the 37 installments of WrestleMania, well, 36, you know, 37 tonight, but 36 installments of WrestleMania, when has the WWE title, if ever, been the first match on the pay-per-view. I challenge y'all to look that up. Let me know if I'm let me know if I'm mistaken, but I don't think it's ever been the first match uh, in WrestleMania history. So, but like I said, if uh, if you find out differently, let me know. I'll obviously do my research too. And I think I've been lo- I looked a little bit anyway. I mean, 36 WrestleMania is a long lot of stuff to look through, but I don't think the WWE title was ever the first match on a WrestleMania card. But anyway, it should be interesting, and and I, I kind of get it, uh, you know, with with all the titles that they have in uh, in wrestling now, or especially in WWE uh, for one, uh, and hopefully I'll have a episode that I'll concentrate on titles here in the future. Um, I guess you know they want to start WrestleMania out with a bang, and they want to start it out with a strong match and everything, and and this is a strong match. And plus, Drew McIntyre, if you remember, he said in an article, if you've been reading the articles, uh, reading the news. For the last couple weeks, Drew McIntyre has said that he would love to start WrestleMania. Well, it looks like he's going to get his wish. Him and Bobby Lashley are going to be the first match on night one. So, And, of course, we know what the main event for night one is going to be as well. That's going to be Bianca Belair uh, taking on Sasha Banks for the uh, women's uh, SmackDown title. So, um, And we're not sure what the first match will be for tomorrow night. Um, but I'd be very surprised if the... I mean, it hasn't been officially announced, but of course they're obviously uh, they're obviously plugging that the last match of night two is obviously going to be the triple threat for the uh, for the universal championship. So, I'm I'd be willing to bet that that's going to be the last match of tomorrow night, uh, but we don't know what the first match will be. All right, so so again, let's uh, talk about night one. So. Um, so I got a list here and I'm just going to go down. These are in no particular order. I'm, in fact, I'm not even going to start with the WWE title. I'm just going to start with this list. Um, other thing I want to mention too, the WrestleMania hosts, uh, are, is Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan this week, uh, this year. 
I, I know there's been a lot of controversy and everything, but here's the way I, I'm not even going to talk really controversy, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know why they have WrestleMania hosts. Like I said, y'all might think I'm completely bonkers or crazy. and everything. I just don't know why they have WrestleMania hosts and WrestleMania hosts. Why do they make it another wrestler? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Now I understand these guys are past wrestlers. I mean, I don't know if Titus O'Neil is officially retired. Obviously Hulk Hogan is, but I, I don't understand. I mean, like I said, let me give you a perfect example. Like, I don't think there should be a WrestleMania host unless they're like involved in the card somehow. Um, I don't know. Like I, I know that in the past there's been Alexa bliss. There's been new day. There's obviously been the rock. There's been a lot of people that have been WrestleMania hosts. I personally, this is just a personal preference. I'm not saying it's the end all be all. I'm not saying I'm right and everybody else is wrong. Just saying my personal opinion, I don't see the point in WrestleMania hosts. Now, if, I mean, if you want to make it a celebrity, I know I've seen a lot of people uh, talking. I've, I've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of wrestling fans talking on you know social media like TikTok and Facebook saying Facebook saying that they don't want to see you know celebrities mixed in, and some of them like that celebrities are mixed in. If there's a way to mix the celebrities in, put them as the host. Find a particular host to host WrestleMania, like for a celebrity host or anything, you know? So, um, but, you know, I don't know. I, when they're actual wrestlers, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe sometimes you can do it if, like, maybe the wrestlers have an injury or they just don't have a storyline, but yet they're a headliner or something. But I don't know. I, I, I've just never seen the point in it. But like I said, you can, you can debate me on that if you want to, you can come on the page, you can send an email, tell me your opinion. I'm willing to listen to it. But like I said, I just personally, you know, I'm not outraged that they have them, that they have other wrestlers as hosts, but I'm just like, I just don't see the point in it. I guess, I guess, I guess that's what it, I'm, I'm finding it kind of pointless, I guess, but I'm not, you know, I'm not mad about it. Um, but I'm just like, okay. I mean, I look at the thing and I say, and I say, Oh, the host of WrestleMania this year is so-and-so. Okay, moving on, you know, like, that's about how I feel about it, I guess, so, anyway, so anyway, I just thought that that was noteworthy for some fans, so I figured I'd, 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 uh, mention that. So anyway, um, so let's start with this list, so, the first, uh, no particular order of how they're gonna be, um, seen, but, so the first, uh, match on my list is the SmackDown Women's Title Match, which will be the main event for tonight, uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. I think the only way this match can really go is Bianca Belair winning the SmackDown Women's title. Um, so I'm going to make her my official pick. I just feel like they've built her up so much that they kind of let her have to let her win the title at WrestleMania. I, I just, I just, that's just what I believe. Now, that's not an end-all be-all for Sasha. I mean, they could continue this rivalry between her and Sasha well after WrestleMania, so it could turn into a decent rivalry. Um, but I think Belair has to win at WrestleMania, so that's going to be my pick for the SmackDown Women's title match. Um, for the opening main event wrestling match of night one, you got Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, um, with, uh, I don't know why they're still saying Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander have been from ringside, but it says here on this paper, but aren't they out of the hurt business? And, you know, I could go on and on about how they broke up the hurt business, but that's maybe for another episode for another time. But, um, I'm not even sure why that's a, why that's a note underneath this thing, because, Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander aren't even like, they're not even allies anymore. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe there has a little significance there. Maybe, maybe Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are planning to still get involved in the match, even though they're no longer part of the Hurt Business. I'm not sure. So, uh, but my official pick, 
same sort of deal like with Bianca. I think maybe they're going to let Drew win this title for the second year in a row so that he gets his moment because he's been so strong for the company this past year as being the champion. And I think they really want to truly give him his moment, them being WWE. I think they want to give Drew his true moment in front of fans. So I think he wins the title. But I don't think, like I said, I still think you can continue a good rivalry between him and Bobby Lashley uh, well after WrestleMania. You can have them two fight. Uh, so I'm going to say Drew McIntyre is going to win the WWE title for the second year in a row at WrestleMania. Uh, so the Raw Tag Team title match uh, between o- Omos and AJ Styles and The New Day. Um, I, again, I think because of how they're hyping up Oma, Omos having his very first match at WrestleMania and he's teaming with AJ Styles... I mean, I don't see how they can just, you know, unless they really don't want to put over, you know, obviously they don't really need to put over AJ Styles. AJ Styles isn't really, you know, he's, he's pretty much, I guess, untouchable at this point, I guess, in my, in my estimation, like you can't really do anything to bury him or hurt him. So, I mean, he's, he's done it all already. So, I mean, he's kind of, you know, been there, done that. So if they're looking to push Omos as the monster that he is, I don't see there's any way that they lose this match unless somehow AJ Styles loses it for him. But obviously, I don't think. I mean, can Omos even be pinned? So, um, so I say the New Day wins this match. And like I said, if the New Day loses, I don't think that really hurts them either. They're they're multiple multiple time tag team champions. I don't think this match. If they lose to Omos and AJ Styles, I don't really think that hurts their status. So I'm going to pick Omos and AJ Styles. Um, Let's see, the steel cage match, Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. Um, this, is the, this is a match I'm sort of the least excited about. Um, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure I really care who wins this match, to be honest. I know that sounds horrible, but I, I really... I'm going to say Braun Strowman wins it, but something tells me that Shane McMahon has something up his sleeve, and I'm not sure what it is, because, you know, he's been given those facial expressions, like those smiles and stuff like that, so... I got to think that he's got something up his sleeve. Like maybe technically that a cage match isn't a, is a no disqualification match. So actually he could let, uh, you know, he's been teaming up with Jackson, uh, Jackson Riker and is that his name? Jackson Riker and, uh, uh, Elias lately. So maybe he brings Elias and Jason Jackson Riker with him to the ring and they all, you know, uh, triple team Braun Strowman and try to beat him that way. And then, of course, if Braun Strowman beats all three of them by himself in the cage, that, of course, you know, doesn't hurt Braun. That makes Braun look pretty strong, makes him look like the monster he is. So, I mean, that would be a, I, that would be the way I would book it. Like, have Shane, like, have that plan. You know, he says, hey, well, you know, we are in a cage match, but since it's no disqualification, it, you know, nothing says I can't add these people to the match, you know. So, we'll see how it goes. But I think Shane's got something up his sleeve. I don't think you're going to see the normal... You know, normal, normally when Shane is in a match like this, you know, he does all the stunts, which I think he still may do, but I think he's got something further up his sleeve. Otherwise, why would he be cracking that smirk at, at Braun Strowman? I mean, I wouldn't be cracking a smirk at Braun Strowman, so, you know, but anyway, I just think there's something to say, but I still think Braun Strowman wins the match. All right, so the number one tag team turmoil match, number one contender for the uh, Women's Tag Team Championships. Of course, the winner of this will meet the tag team champions on night two. Um, so it's Carmella, Billy Kay. I, I, listed, the, I listed the teams for you earlier. Um, so I think, I don't know. See, this is really tough because to be honest with you, I, 
I don't, and I don't know whether this sounds disrespectful or respectful. I mean, cause I guess you could take it either way, depending on which team you are of these, but I consider all these teams kind of evenly, evenly matched. I feel like they're on even ground too. Like I look at these five teams, Carmela, Billy Kay, Lana and Naomi, Tamina and Natalia, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, and Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. And I could make cases for all of them getting their shot at the tag team titles. I really could. I mean, I could, I could make their, I could make a case for them. The only thing I would say is maybe, maybe because Carmella and Billy Kay sort of got into it at the last minute, maybe they're my sleeper pick. Maybe I, like I said, they're not going to be my final pick, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if because they were added to the match at the last minute and they kind of got themselves into it that they could win. But I think my actual pick is going to be, uh, let's see, Whew, I could almost do an eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> it's crazy because I I think all these women have uh, strong ties to, to get their shot at the tag team titles. Um, I know they've been kind of trying to, to push that Tamina and Natalia are kind of ready to take their place as the, as the dominant females. So... You know what? That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to t- I'm going to say Tamina and Natalia get a shot at um, at the tag team title. So that's going to be my pick. I'm going to say Tamina and Natalia are going to win this match and go on to night two for the for the title match. So that's what I'm sticking with. Tamina and Natalia. All right. So next match is the Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Now I've told you in previous episodes that I thought this match would eventually be turned into a uh, a tag team match. And, and it's not breaking news. I'm not taking overly credit for this or anything because it was even rumored that it would be turned into a tag team match. And the only reason it wasn't a tag team match was because Damian Priest and John Morrison were dealing with some minor injuries and Bad Bunny and Miz were the healthy ones. So they decided to make it a, a singles match with the hopes that they could turn it into a tag team match. I mean, I, I sort of think WWE played a, a smart strategy. They... Because if they had made it a tag team match from the start, and then they had to decide that, you know, maybe they decided that Damian Priest and John Morrison couldn't recover from their minor injuries in time for WrestleMania, then they would have had to demote it back down to a singles match. And then that would have been kind of, you know, that maybe might have looked, maybe in WWE's eyes, that might have made them look bad. So I kind of like what they did with that. They made it a singles match and they said, hey, we'll just build on it if we can. And sure enough, they did. So, um,. Huh. So I think maybe, I mean, the Miz and Morrison, I mean, they've done a lot together. I, I don't think a loss, believe it or not, I don't think a loss would hurt the Miz and Morrison. I really don't. And especially Bad Bunny. I think Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, but more importantly, Damian Priest probably needs this victory since Damian Priest is the newcomer from the NXT roster. So I would think... You know, if you have Miz, Miz and Morrison come and beat Damian Priest and and Bad Bunny, yeah, of course it doesn't hurt Bad Bunny because Bad Bunny's a, a celebrity, and you know, if he if wrestling doesn't work out for him, well, he just goes back to being a you know a music a music star and stuff. So, but with Damian Priest, I think this is more important for Damian Priest than anybody else. So, I think uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest win just because I want to see Damian Priest uh, pushed. That's what I want to see. I want to see him get a sort of a WrestleMania moment so they can build on it in the coming months and maybe turn him into a bigger star than he is right now. Because he's a, he's a he's a powerhouse. I've I've watched him wrestle. I'm kind of impressed. Um, 
But I hate to say it, but right now he's just known as as Bad Bunny's muscle right now, and I kind of want him to move away from that. You know, I want him to be his own star, or you know, if you if you need to, put him in a strong tag team with somebody. I mean, but you know, he can't be. I, I'm okay with the storyline that they're doing right now, but he can't stay just Bad Bunny's muscle and be and be okay with that. So, so I'm going to say Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going to beat the Miz and Morrison. All right, so the next match. Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Now, I, you know, I hate saying it, I hate making it, I hate saying it this way, but I don't think this match means as much to Seth Rollins as it does to Cesaro. I think Seth Rollins can take this match and lose it and be okay. Cause I mean, he's, he's one of these superstars again, that's done it all. I mean, he's been WWE champion. He's been universal champion. He's been, you know, he's done it all. So a loss to Cesaro and a, and a loss to Cesaro wouldn't hurt Seth Rollins. I don't think it would. So this is the chance that if this is WWE's chance, if they, if they want to start pushing Cesaro seriously, this is where they have to start doing it. They got to give Cesaro this match. So I'm going to say Cesaro wins this match. And I'm a big fan of Cesaro. I'm a big fan of Seth Rollins, but I think Cesaro needs this match more. So I think I'm going to pick Seth, uh, Cesaro to win this match. Okay, and that and that does it for night one. So that's night one's match. A very good card for tonight. Uh, it, it should be complete. It should be great entertaining. I'm sorry. I'm tongue tying my words here, but should be vastly entertaining. Should be a great night of, uh, WrestleMania. So let's move right into night two. So night two, uh, like I said, these are in no particular order. Um, but I'm going to start with what this list is. So the first match on the list, of course, is the triple threat for the WWE universal title. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus edge versus Roman Reigns. Now, this is interesting because I've gone back and forth with myself mostly of who I think is the best suited candidate to win this match. Like when it was just Edge and Roman Reigns, I said, you know what, they're going to give it to Edge because Edge has been retired for, you know, 11 years and he's just come back and, and, you know, and actually I think they're, they have a thing out if, I've, if I'm not correctly, if I'm not mistaken, to, uh, when he wrestles his match tomorrow night, it will be exactly, a le- was it 10 years? It will be exactly a decade ago that he had to retire from wrestling from his neck injury. So that's interesting. So it's like a, it's like a decade to the day that he had to retire. So um, I, think that, I think I have that right, if I'm not mistaken. But Daniel Bryan has brought an interesting twist to it. And Daniel Bryan has, you know, I, I'm going to say, like I said, I think of the, and I'll go back to SmackDown a little bit, you know, each of the participants in the triple threat match had a promo last night that they did, and I by far enjoyed Edge's the most. Edge's promo was probably the best one of the three. However, Daniel Bryan did a good sell job on me. Daniel Bryan is absolutely got me convinced that he can win this match, and he can relive his WrestleMania moment from WrestleMania 30. So the only difference is, is he's not, he doesn't have to compete in two matches uh, in the same night. He only has to compete in one. Um, so, and like I said, even though it would be great for edge to get this moment and get the title, I actually don't think obviously it will hurt edge because let's face it. Edge is already a WWE hall of famer. He's already in the hall of fame. He's already had accolades that I, you know, it would take me how many, I don't know. It would take me hours to list them. I mean, he's already had a lot, you know, he's, he's already had a full career. Um, would it be a nice moment? Yeah. If he got the title, um, the one thing I don't think is I don't think Roman Reigns is going to retain. 
But that's but that's okay because I think Roman Reigns is actually. I'll make a I'll make a hot take here. I don't think WrestleMania. I don't think Roman Reigns will actually be pinned in this match. He will lose the title without being pinned, and that will continue Roman Reigns' story because that doesn't make him look weak. You know, it was the same kind of thing that we had at the Royal. Was it the Royal Rumble or Elimination Chamber? It was. I think it was Elimination Chamber actually, where they had the triple threat match for the U.S. title. And remember, it was Morrison. Morrison was added to the match at the last minute between Riddle and and Lashley. And I didn't I didn't exactly know why until I, it kind of you know light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, you know why they did that? So that Bobby Lashley couldn't be pinned and he wouldn't look weak. And later to find out, we found out that they were grooming him to be the next WWE champion. Same kind of concept here. So if you have Edge pin Daniel Bryan or Daniel Bryan pin, pin Edge, Roman Reigns, he doesn't get pinned. He obviously has that story to go on uh, after WrestleMania, and he can continue his pursuit of the Universal title. I am going to go on out on a limb, and I'm going to say Daniel Bryan is going to win this title. He's going to win tonight. I, I hate to say it because I'd like to see Edge win it too, but I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan is going to win, so that's going to be my, uh, that's going to be my pick. Um, Raw women's title match. Um, I think Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley is going to win this match, but I think Charlotte is going to return tonight. And I think she is going to get involved in this match, but I think Rhea Ripley is going to win. So that's all I can really say about that. I think, I think Charlotte is going to play a role, but I think, uh, Rhea Ripley is going to win this match. All right, Nigerian drum match for the Intercontinental title between Apollo Crews and Big E. I'm interested to know what what that match entails. Actually, it says right here in parentheses, anything goes, no rules or limits. So I'm not sure if they can further elaborate on that, but that seems kind of interesting. So, um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say Apollo Crews wins the, uh, I'm going to say he wins the Intercontinental Championship tonight. So I'm going to say that's that's what's going to go on here. All right, United States title match between Sheamus and Riddle. I say, I'm going to say Riddle retains. I, I think if they want to keep pushing him, he's got to win. He's got to keep winning the title, or he's got to keep retaining the title. I don't think, believe it or not, I don't think Sheamus really needs this match. I, I think Sheamus is an established star, and I think he can do a lot more. So I don't think he need he really needs an intercontinental or he needs a United States title match win. So I'm going to say Riddle retains that match. Um, the WWE Women's Tag Team Title match, as I said, I thought uh, Tamina and uh, Tamina and Natalya were going to win on night one, and they were going to take Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So here's the interesting part. So the so the rumors I've been hearing are that maybe Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler break up as a team tonight. So one of them is going to turn on the other. So that would mean that if they're going to turn on one another, that means the number one contender, whoever they are, would have to win this match. So, and I'll be honest with you, I like I told you, all the women's teams that are in the number one contender match, I feel like are well are well deserving of a title opportunity. But I'll say that because they're probably the probably the longest tenured veterans, I would say Tamina and Natalia maybe slightly above all the rest of the four teams, they probably deserve it just a little bit more, just a little bit more. And I think it would be really cool if the two of them won the tag team titles uh, on night two. And then Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax turn on each other and they start a rivalry and that would be absolutely cool too. So 
Um, so I'm going to say it. I'm going to say the number one contender, Tamina and Natalia, beat Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for the title. And Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are going to turn on each other. Now, I don't know what Reggie's role is going to be in all that. I, I have no idea because I know he's probably going to be at ringside. Um, but that's going to be my call on that. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, also, so this match is the most intriguing because I want to know what they're going to do. Because I've heard all kinds of rumors of what they're going to do about this match. And this is Randy Orton versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt with Alexa Bliss. I've heard so many theories about what's going to happen in this match. I hear a theory, obviously, that The Fiend really is dead and Alexa Bliss has just brought him back from the dead and he's and she's controlling him and all that stuff. And she's going to debut as a, as a monster of her own and she's actually the new fiend. I've seen that. I've seen that. Um, uh, seen that rumor. I've also seen a rumor where there's actually going to be two fiends. Where there's going to be the undead fiend, which we've been seeing the last few weeks, and then you're actually going to see the fiend it, uh, himself come back as the regular fiend. And there was a little rumor that the fiend, uh, the uh, the original fiend, obviously is Bray Wyatt, but then the undead fiend would be like Bo Dallas, like they said, Bo Dallas, his brother, would be the undead fiend. Um, I don't know, some far fetched things out there, but very, but all of them very intriguing. Like I, I really want to know what they're doing this match. I want to know, like I just want to know what Randy Orton and and Bray Wyatt are going to do to each other. I just want to know, and I want to know what Alexis Bliss's role in it, this is, and you know these promos that they've cut. You know, is, is Alexa Bliss really trying to kill the legend killer? I mean, he's, I mean, this is, I mean, this, this thing has gone great and everything. So I, I absolutely love this storyline. Now, I mean, I, and from the consensus that I've seen online, a lot of people like this storyline. There are some people that don't like it. They're saying, well, you know, the supernatural factor makes it a little unreal and all that. Yeah, but see, that's fine. I don't care whether it's a supernatural or whether it's a realistic storyline is if you have me captivated by wondering what's going to happen next, that's all you need to do. I don't care if it's unrealistic or realistic. It's fine. If you have, if you have people on the edge of their seats wondering what's going to happen next, that's all you need. Cause at the end of the day, it's entertainment, right? You know, wrestling is entertainment. You know, obviously I, 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 I'm, you know, I know I'm going to say something here and everything, but I, I don't believe this, obviously. But I'm not going to use the dreaded F word that wrestling fans hate so much, and that's fake. I know wrestling is not fake. Wrestling is not fake. You have to be athletes to be wrestlers. You do all kinds of stunts. You do all kinds. So never would I ever say, let's be clear, never would I ever say that wrestling is fake. Because it's not. Wrestlers tear up their bodies all the time. They go through grueling matches. They you know, their body takes a toll. I, I completely understand that. But at the end of the day, it's entertainment. It's entertainment. They are there to entertain you. And they, and they do it in all kinds of different ways, whether it be realistic storylines, unrealistic storylines, whatever. Nothing has to be completely real. You know what I mean? You can have supernatural stuff. That's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, but that's what it is. It's entertainment. So the, the best the best analogy, like I can come up with, I've told some people that are fans of wrestling, like I consider wrestling basically a movie in the ring. That's what it is. It's a movie in the ring. They do, they go and tell their story and they do that stuff. And it's basically a motion picture in the ring. And like I said, it, it, you know, obviously wrestlers have to be in tremendous shape to do what they do. And you know, I've, I've, I've been to a few live wrestling shows myself and I've seen the stuff that wrestlers do. And man, I'm just like, wow. They can, you know, they can do a lot of stuff. They got to be athletic these days to do what they do. So, 
Um, and, and just some biographies and some documentaries you see on wrestling, you see what wrestlers go through. You see, you know, and, you know, some of them have had, you know, some deal dealings with, uh, you know, you know, painkillers and stuff like that. Cause they're in such pain because of the, because of the grueling, you know, toll it takes on your body. So like I said, again, I, I would never say wrestling is fake, but I would say that it's entertainment. It is entertainment. So, um, but anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox on that. So hopefully you guys are kind of in agreement with me, or at least you understand my take on it. So for the, for those of you that don't like the Randy Orton, you know, Bray Wyatt storyline, because it seems a little out there, it seems supernatural. But like I said, I think a storyline can be anything. It can be supernatural. It can be realistic. As long as you have me on the edge of my seat and wondering what's going to happen next, I am totally, I'm totally cool with it. I am. And that's what this storyline has done to me. So anyway, I'm gonna get off my soapbox, continue on. And the last match that's on my list here is, of course, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, I've been sort of talking about this match, saying this is kind of going to, I think this is going to be a sleeper match. Because, I, you know, this obviously was put on the card at the last minute. There wasn't really a whole lot of build to it, which, you know, I, that kind of turned me off about it a little bit. There was really no storyline between... Uh, between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn really until a few weeks ago when, um, you know, he decided to challenge him at WrestleMania just out of the blue on the Kevin Owens show or whatever and stuff. And the only way I would actually say otherwise is I do remember that, you know, through the coming weeks, you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens did have some subtle backstage encounters that I don't know how many people picked up on. And Sami Zayn would try to, you know, talk to Kevin and Kevin be like, you're crazy and all, you know, but they were subtle. But I think because, you know, he just came down to the ring and Kevin Owens said, you know what? I just want to challenge you to WrestleMania. It just seemed like it kind of was out of the blue. I think people forgot about that. I think people forgot about the subtle meetings that they would have backstage. It was never in the ring. It was always in backstage. And, you know, if you really, if you really want to think about it, it actually started happening, um, you know, that I can remember how far back it actually started happening at Elimination Chamber. Remember when the two of them were in the Elimination Chamber together and Sami Zayn was talking to Kevin and he was trying to get him to team up with him and do all that stuff? Well, those were kind of the subtle things they've been doing over the last, you know, couple months or whatever. And I think that's what led to the match because, you know, Kevin Owens just is thinking that Sami Zayn is just crazy for all this conspiracy theories and all that stuff. So, but regardless of that, I, I still think this might be a sleeper match because every match that I've seen between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn has been a great match. So forget the storyline, forget whatever. I think this could be a really exciting match because those two usually have exciting matches because number one, they're, they're actually close friends in real life and they've grown up in the business together. And like I said, they've had matches and a lot of promotions and stuff. So they always have a great story no matter whether they have an active story or not. They have a great story and a great history just because of their relationship in and out of the ring. So I think that might be a sleeper match. Uh, just like I said, keep an eye on that match. Now, I'm not sure about, you know, Logan Paul's involvement in it. I don't know if that, I don't know if that tarnishes it or makes it better. I'm not sure yet. Cause like I said, I know how some wrestling fans feel about celebrities involvements in matches and stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent about it because I've seen where celebrities are involved and they're, and it's a good story. And then I've seen where celebrities are involved and it's a horrible story. I mean, it's, it's both ways. So, um, so we'll just have to see, I don't know. We'll just have to see. So anyway, 
that is my oh I, I did not pick a winner for Randy Orton the last two matches so let me let me pick a winner real quick so for the Randy Orton Fiend match this is and I think the reason I didn't pick a winner for this match is because I've been trying to just kind of because I've seen, I've heard all the previews about how Alexa Bliss just wants to get rid of the Legend Killer and you know obviously Randy Orton just wants to rid himself of the Fiend and all that stuff and everything so. I don't know. You know what? I am going to say that this match, oh, this is a toughy one. This is a tough one because I, I, I obviously know that Randy Orton, I mean, there's no, there's been absolutely no talks that Randy Orton is going to retire. And usually you would at least hear rumors that he's going to retire, that he's going to leave. And I don't see Randy Orton retiring. So that would be the only scenario where I would see where Alexa Bliss would get her wish and she would quote unquote kill the legend killer. Now, unless that means, unless that's metaphorically, and it means that Randy Orton's going to go to a new character, which I don't know what character you could turn him into. I mean, he's been the legend killer for so long, uh, and the Viper, what would you turn him into? I don't know. So I'm going to say Randy Orton wins this match just because if there is a winner. See, that's the other angle I was trying to take. Maybe there's not going to be a winner. Maybe all those crazy things that I just said are going to happen. Maybe there's actually going to be two fiends at the end of the match. Or maybe Alexa Bliss is going to end up being, you know, revealed as the new fiend or something. So maybe I want to call this match a no contest. And this and this uh, rivalry continues after WrestleMania. Because you know what? There's plenty of stuff that they could do with this rivalry. There's plenty of stuff that they could do with this storyline still even now. Even though it's been going on since TLC. I still think they've only scratched the surface. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Randy Orton doesn't lose this match, but I'm, this is, I don't do this very often, but I am going to say right now that this match ends somehow in a no contest. Like that's just what I'm feeling. I'm feeling that this match is ending in a no contest. Like I said, unless Randy Orton's planning to take a break, which I haven't heard any indications on that from any sites or any news thing or anything. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm going to say this ends in a no contest. And then for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I'm going to say, hmm, this is this is interesting because I, I, I could honestly see either one of these guys winning. And because honestly, <laughs> I hate to say it, I mean, it's going to be a great match, but because the storyline is so weak, in my opinion, I don't think it matters who wins and who loses this match. I really don't like, I don't, I mean, I don't think Kevin Owens beating Sami Zayn is going to, you know, explode him into the stratosphere, nor do I think if Sami Zayn beats Kevin Owens, it'll explode him into the stratosphere. Um, so I, I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say Kevin Owens wins this match. I'm going to say that's what happens. Kevin Owens, uh, wins this match and, uh, and, and then I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if maybe him and Sami Zayn continue their story after WrestleMania or whatever. But I'm going to say Kevin Owens wins this match. The only way I'd say Sami Zayn would win the match is if Logan Paul somehow got involved. But I don't, I don't know that's because I don't even know Logan Paul's role right now at WrestleMania. They only say that he's going to be Sami Zayn, Sami's, uh, Sami Zayn's guest. So I don't know what that means exactly. So I don't know if that means he's going to be at ringside. I don't know if that just means he's just his guest at WrestleMania backstage. I don't know what that means. So. I'm gonna, but I'm right now as my solid pick, just so I can give you guys a solid pick. I will say Kevin Owens wins this match with the stunner. So um, that's how, that's how I'm going to call it. So anyway, uh, that was a long preview because, like I said, we got two nights of show. Um, so like I said, um, 
Uh, like I said, I hope this WrestleMania is, is, is awesome and entertaining. And I hope we get some, we hope we get some good stories out of it. Hopefully, um, uh, hopefully we, I, I, I'd honestly like to see some title changes. I, I don't want to see like everybody, every single title retained. I think they said, I think I was reading the other day. I think they said eight titles are on the line, I think tonight. So, and I think obviously the only title that wasn't on the line was the SmackDown, SmackDown tag team title. So, which was defended last night. So Anyway, um, so I hope you enjoy WrestleMania, both nights one and night two, night one and night two. And um, like I said, I will, I, I think I'm still going to do what I normally do. I am going to wait for the Raw and SmackDown fallout, fallouts uh, until I do it. So I probably will not do the uh, recap until a week from now. And then obviously you're going to catch me. But I, you know, I won't be gone for long. I'll have another quick turnaround because obviously in the next few days, next couple days, I'm going to do the stand and deliver the NXT stand deliver uh, recap. So, so like I said, still episodes are going to come, come, you know, come forth pretty quickly and back to back. So, uh, so I don't know, maybe you guys will get sick of me. I'll be doing so many, uh, episodes over the next few days and you know, that I've done so far. So, but Hey, it's WrestleMania season. So it's the nature of it. Right. So Anyway, so until next time, uh, like I said, hopefully you guys enjoy WrestleMania, and I will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, tag in and leave me a review or share the show with someone who you think would love it. I'll see you at ringside for the next episode.